everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Different Podcast. This is season nine finale. I'm your co-host, Key. And I'm your co-host, Coach P. We are so excited to have these two amazing guests on our show today. We have the one and only Jeanette Calderon and Aaron Eason in the studio today. Now, if you attended our first Secure the Body boot camp, these two don't need no introductions. They had the room full of energy, passion, and lots of sweat. Coach P barely survived. Like, bro, you were struggling in the corner, yo. I definitely was. I definitely was. But you guys helped me power through it. And I appreciate you guys because that was just an intense experience. But for those who don't know, Janet hails from the Bronx and is a yes, fitness coach. Day. Yes, let's go. And she's a fitness coach and also slays in bikini competition. Yes. And Aaron hails from Long Island and is a certified performance coach and fitness consultant. We couldn't be happier with the turnout of our first boot camp. It was an amazing experience led by these two powerhouses. And to have them on a show is just an amazing experience. So we are so pleased to have these two in the studio today. Without no further ado, let's go. Let's give it up for Janet, Calderon, and Aaron Easton. Welcome to the show. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Honestly, the first time we did the boot camp, that was my first like boot camp experience, oh, and wow. I really loved like the energy that you guys bought. I like he said in the intro, I was struggling, but just seeing you guys, it just definitely inspired me. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Absolutely. Um, so what propelled you guys to take your fitness so seriously and decide to become trainers and helping other people with their fitness journeys? And feel free to jump Let's in. Let's start with the Bronx first. first. You know how yeah, we do. ladies first, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> <Bronx>. <laughs> well, um, I think that what led me to like just being part of like the, the whole fitness journey is uh, I had a really bad like mental battle with depression. Okay, mm. and it lasted almost about four years. Okay, and when I pretty much had it, I tried to like you know go to therapy. Mm-hmm antidepressants which didn't work at all okay um so i was ch- kind of like took it upon myself to try to get better okay nice. did research you know what can make me feel better like yeah. naturally i guess uh. because the antidepressants actually led to like suicidal thoughts okay Damn. yeah and actually this is my first time saying it like publicly but yeah. i made i actually attempted suicide Wow. Um, but it was the pills. They were okay. fucking with me. Sorry. Can no, I do it's that? fine. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't apologize. different. Go right ahead. I have a potty mouth. It's uh, fine. So, <laughs> and uh, through that, then I started um, my whole fitness journey. Yeah. I probably did like boot camp style classes. That's okay. why I'm able to perform that way. Yeah. And then after that, it kind of led into just bodybuilding. And then it became, as I progressed in life, just evolving as a yeah. person, a little less focus on me, more trying to help other people. Oh. Okay. So fitness to me is more of like just battling internal issues. Okay. Had nothing to do with my physical appearance okay. at all. So you know how they say like freedom is like allowing other people to be free yeah. and helping other people like that is like how I pay it back right. if I'm able to get over that mental hurdle okay and I understand how it is then maybe I can help other people do the same thing oh wow, wow. yeah thank you for sharing that yes thank you <laughs> go ahead 
Oh, so well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how do I follow up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to bring it back, brother. I'm gonna need you to bring so, it back. Um I guess when I was young, uh very young, I used to go to my grandfather's house. Grew up in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, East New York. Oh, you one and of those. I'm one of those. BK, BK, BK Yurt. Um, All right. Yeah, so we about balance here. All right. Let's see what's Gucci. Go so ahead. I used to go to the house because after a while, like we have a house in Brooklyn and my grandparents lived at. And um, I popped through. My grandfather was a bodybuilder. And oh, wow. he was from an era of, you know, West Indian culture, natural, Ooh. brolic, phenomenal looking guy, man. Like in terms of his. Physique, he got a lot of accolades from his success in bodybuilding, and he would go from island to island, just winning every every competition. Um, so I come to the house, and I'm I gotta be at least twelve. Yeah, you look small. What's up? You're not working out. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. the judgment would be so, and I was prepared for it. I was built for that. I was yeah. built for that judgment because it mentally made me a better looking person, subconscious yeah. person, in terms of just being, you know, aware that I could be that. You know, he wasn't questioning something that I didn't want to be or didn't think about. It was something that he, like, made me think I can actually look good and be strong. Um, it didn't really happen until my late teens and circumstances in my life changed for mm-hmm. me to, you know, kind of engage in fitness as a full-time aspect. Um, I think I was 19 years old. And I got arrested for grand larceny. And uh, I've never told this story before either. It's kind of funny. Um, but this is how I fell into this profession. Um, went, tried to fill out applications, and doors kept closing. Um, I was, I've been working since I was 14. So I, jobs weren't hard to get. Mm-hmm. I was very good. I have a very good work ethic. I'm not afraid to work and quit a job and go find one, yeah. another one. Like, I, I had no problem. I had a lot of experience in different things. I used mm-hmm. to drive a truck. I would um, work as a manager for different um, fast food restaurants. I was pretty much a working man. And then when that door closed, I had to figure things out. Yeah. So I'm 19 years old. I'm dating somebody that has a kid. I'm raising him from six months on. And, and I'm kind of playing daddy. And I'm trying to figure out life. And that's kind of what made me fall into um, my decision to kind of like get into something stupid and come out of it with a felony. And then, you know, that process kind of scared me. So I had to figure out how to go and attack life. I wanted things. I wanted things for myself, for my family, for my future. And um, that's where fitness came into play. Um, I realized I liked to train. One day I was I was trying to try out for an arena football team. And I told my boys, yo, we should train for this. And I led training. Okay. And when I say the outcome of it was really, 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 like, intriguing to me. Like, people would really show up and really, like, follow my lead. And um, then it got to where, you know, I started training people in the gym. And I realized I was good. I was good at um, teaching. I was good at listening. I was good at connecting and making the goals people have come to fruition. And, And also helping them with their personal life in terms of, like, their mindset. So, um, I mean, circumstances in my life put me in a position to have to become successful at at fitness and to look at it as something that um, I'm not a trainer. I'm more of a coach or a teacher. So um, that's my kind of like 
intro to this reality, um, this 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 um, industry. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you both are being real. Like, yeah, for the first candid, question, yeah. very candid. You have to be real and putting it out there. And we do appreciate that. That's what we're all about on this show. So, through your personal experiences, how do you cultivate your relationships with your clients, and how do you keep them coming back for more sessions? Like, because you guys are so authentic in yourselves, how do you keep that with your clientele? Well, um, let's say if they reach out to me for mm-hmm. however, oh, I like your physique. Yeah. I want to look like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, then I start asking a lot more personal questions like, why? Like, what's going on here? And, like, certain areas yeah. in my life. And they're like, oh, what if I do, like, just one session here, one session there? If I was somebody else, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just yeah. take your money. Yeah. And But I'll tell them, like, listen, if you actually wanted to go from this yeah. level to this level, you would have to do like at least like such and such. If not, then you know it's. I wouldn't want to waste your time. Yeah, it's, I'm not just taking your money just because I want it. Yeah, like, that's. I can't even do that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's more of a mental thing. So it's like you got to think about the why. What is your why? Yeah, uh, you know? and how does that influence your clients? Of course, because like even before I was a like a fitness coach mm-hmm. or got into it, um, I graduated with a finance degree. Yeah. When I was 21. Yeah. 34 now. Don't even look at sis. Don't even look at. You know? So, so, um, I think that that kind of also like led to my depression. Yeah. Because I knew that there was like something in me. There's people that are, can be complacent. Yeah. And they can just go to their jobs. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. going to your job, going home. If you're okay with that. Yeah. Because it's all up to the individual. Yeah. Who am I to tell you, like, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't eat this. You shouldn't. And I see that a lot, even like on social media, where a lot of people, in order, I guess, to make themselves look better, they start projecting a lot more like, oh, like, this is stupid or some people do this and yeah. that's not the way to do it. Like, you don't have to put the other person down. down in the process. Right. Yeah. yeah, like, you could just do your own thing. Yeah. Mind your business, drink all your water. Child. <laughs> you know how hard it is to drink all your water? I do that shit on a daily basis. Yeah, I'm aiming for that <laughs> daily. A gallon yes, a day. It's like wow. good for your hair day. and your skin. Mm-hmm. That's what Gabrielle Union does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard an interview. Aaron? Um, for me... um, I, it's relationships, okay. connecting, mm-hmm. communicating, and connecting. I never really had to solicit myself because okay. I don't really know what I'm selling. It's an individual that needs mm-hmm. different things. Okay. Um, in terms of like, you may need my guidance for multiple reasons. Yeah. In terms of what I I think I can offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my clients are are looking to change their bodies in, in terms of their goals. But I help with planning. I help with planning. I help with getting adjusted to a new lifestyle, a new feeling towards yeah. life, and a new mindset. Uh-huh. Um, so approaches everything. Um, a lot of times, m- most of my clients come from relationships that I already have. And mm-hmm. also, the clients after that come from the clients. Yeah. Um, word of mouth Referrals that, are a big thing. Yeah. So, and when you have referrals and word of mouth and that carries and you build your clientele off of that, trust, it's a big, big deal. Because like, that's part of you being an entrepreneur, which people tend to forget. Customer service professionalism definitely pays a yeah, part in that. Yeah, absolutely. Can, can, the connecting. Yeah, the, yes. connecting the connecting part factor. Yes. Is, is, and, and, and the time, the investing in that. Like, you can't connect for 
the hour. You have to connect through, you know, through mm-hmm. a, through the time that you're separated. Um, you know, kind of study the person to help them with whatever they're going through in terms of getting them to focus on what you're trying yeah. to teach them. You ever tried to teach somebody that's stuck at home in their stress or at work in their stress? You have to kind of give them an atmosphere of comfort Valid. to free them from that stuff that they got going on and then get them to focus on what you're trying to teach them. Because uh-huh. nine times out of ten, people are going to be going through things when they come to meet with you yeah. to get something from the, yeah. that session. Yeah. And it's not always easy to be in a learning state yeah. when you're dealing with other yeah. stuff. So, you know, it's always measuring someone's temperature when you get get to start yeah. the session. Like I, I realize I get all of my clients from focusing on the details and paying attention to the small things yeah. and allowing my clients to talk about me yeah. when they leave my session. Okay. Allow me that's my marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all my work with them so they could do all my work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like saying? That, yeah. And I I don't do it intentionally. It's just how life works. People people will always love to talk about yeah. you and what they experience when it's good, yeah. right? mm-hmm. when it's quality, when you focus on it. And you don't have to think of it as a financial a thing of, of financial gain, you could just be like, yo, I have I have a good connection here. I'm learning yeah. to be better at my craft with these new problems that these new clients bring. And I take on a lot of different things yeah. because of that. So it's like, um, I, you know, I've always wanted to build my, my brand and my market differently, but mm-hmm. this has worked. Yeah. And don't, don't fight what works, you know, yeah. build off of that right. yeah. and and stick to the to the script. If yeah. I wanted to grow and expand in a different way, open up my own space, yeah. then I'd have to investigate different marketing schemes and different ways mm-hmm. to build a brand. But as far as I'm concerned, I do, I give it my all when I teach it in my classes. Yeah. I connect in so many different ways, intentionally and emotionally. Um, and whatever comes from it, I take it. I take yeah. I take whatever clients are willing to. Um, oh, I want to work with you for six months. Yeah, and turn it to five years. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not asking for more than what you can give. Yeah, all I care about is you know changing those goals into plans, plans into yeah uh, execution. You know what I'm saying? And from there, we can see what what we get. Yeah, I love that. One thing again, thank you guys for sharing so candidly. Yes, and one absolutely. thing that I hear um, coming from both of you is how important the mindset is. Mm. And I would like to just kind of know how do you, because you guys look amazing, clearly. Facts. But yes. how do no you... No filter here. <laughs> no filter. So what do you guys do to like make sure your mindset is strong and even for your clients as well and then have that translate to the physical aspect? As a motivational factor, mm-hmm. that doesn't always come into play. Yeah, you're not always going to like wake up and like yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Do car wheels and shit. Yeah, I would probably break my neck. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's like that. You have to understand that in order to get from point A to point yeah. B, there are certain processes that you have to do. For me, especially because I um, do competitions. Yeah, that's one of the biggest mind fucks in the, on the planet. Yeah. But, and I was actually speaking to him earlier about it. Like, I can you speak to preparing for that and what that's like too? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, basically, I've been prepping for I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say like five months. Okay. Straight, like just a very, very strict diet. Yeah. So I'm not able to go out and enjoy foods with people. Yeah. And that's how we socialize. Okay. So. 
I just can't do that. Yeah. Like the last time I did it, I completely isolated myself because I didn't understand yeah. how to do it. But now it's like I actually put myself through that. Yeah. So I don't understand how people when they do compete it's like yeah. oh I'm going through this and they they make themselves a whole victim yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like what are you making yourself? Yeah. Just don't do it. Basically yeah. it's that simple. Don't yeah. don't do it. Yeah. You know? And you have to be able to self like criticize and look mm-hmm. at yourself in the mirror like okay that's not supposed to be like that that's not supposed to be yeah. like this i gotta work on here i gotta yeah. work on that so you know what i have to do mm-hmm. i have to wake up in the morning i have to do like a fasted cardio right so that's basically doing cardio without eating how early we saying it depends it, okay you know Sometimes. okay as long for your first client yeah you gotta how do you gotta, get up at three o'clock in the morning just start gotta, jumping all over the fucking place with his energy <laughs> The, th- no the thing is, is that it's, it's doing things when you absolutely do not want to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. I don't want to wake up at that. I don't want to do all these things. I want to eat that burger and fries and all that shit. Two thighs from Popeye's. You know I'm going after this. <laughs> with, the, with the biscuit and shit. Uh, so that's exactly... Years, years since I had that. Yeah, so exactly. I actually stopped eating fast food for... It's been like eight years, actually. It's been about a week for me. Okay. <laughs> I do Progress, eat... girl. That's what I'm talking about. I do eat Seven burgers. I do eat burgers and fries, but they're like probably... Yeah from like you know restaurants yeah more like they, natural yeah. and stuff yeah. like right. that so it's it's understanding that you have to discipline your mind mm-hmm. yeah and that is a learned behavior like he was saying mm-hmm. I, I was like not that. like that listen when i was going through my whole depression shit, yeah i was the ultimate party girl i yeah. was drinking maybe five days out of the week literally yeah. i smoked cigarettes for 10 years mm-hmm. so i understand what it's like to even like quit something when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And that translates into even the kinds of relationships you have with people. True. Because I went from, you know how they say like, look at the pattern of your exes and see where, yeah. you're, where you're at like mentally. Yes, this is true. Right? Child. So I realized how mm-hmm. fucked up I was. Yeah. Because when I was in that state, yep. I was actually for the first time in my entire existence mm-hmm. in like uh, an emotionally and mentally abusive relationship. Yeah. And I had no idea what that was. Yeah. So I didn't know that the behavior was kind of like coming from like them because they were yeah. abusive. But I thought it was like my fault and everything yeah. that I was doing. Because I'm like, that's impossible. Yeah. I've never been in this situation yeah. before. I didn't yeah. know what it was like. Yeah. Until I went there. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, when that, when you got to like, you understand that, yeah, but your heart is going to hurt a little. Yeah. But your soul is going to fucking thank your ass later. Ooh. Facts. Facts. So one day, my mom, she asked me, because I was going through all this shit. Yeah. And she's like, um, like you don't love yourself? Moms be knowing. They be knowing. That's my mom is Dominican. Like, yeah. She don't play that shit. Listen, I'm 34, and she was still with my ass. Yep. Still. Mm-hmm. They don't play. So she like literally sat down. I'm like, you don't love yourself? And I'm like, what, the f- what do you mean? Of course I do. Yeah. And she's like, you don't. Because you're not... You wouldn't put yourself through this yeah. shit. Like you deserve better. Yeah. Do you not know that? Yeah. And that kind of like went back. I've never really understood that line that Mary J. Blige. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. How can I yeah. love somebody yeah. else? Like, if you then, don't, mm-hmm. then there's just no way. So yeah. I'm like, hold the fuck up. Like, yeah. That is. That's exactly it. Yeah. So 
there we go. It was like a fitness thing, a mental thing, yeah, a spiritual thing. It was all actually going on at the same exact time. So mind, body, and soul. Everything kind of started aligning. Mm-hmm. And then you start weeding out all the bad things in your yeah. life. Like, and people. All, like all the alcohol consumption. Mm-hmm. The cigarettes. The fuck boys. Fuck boys. <laughs> the city boys summers. <laughs> the to- they city boys summers. Is that right? The toxic relationships that you have. Yeah. And then Facts. and then looking at yourself within and realizing your own toxic traits. Yes. And trying yes. and trying to fix it because you attract it's not that yep. you attract You attract what you project. Yeah. I mean if you're cute and you're a girl, you're gonna attract yeah. everything. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's what you actually allow and what you keep. So yeah. everything kind of like now, you know, you wanna be healthy all around. Yes. Ment- mental listen, your mental health is the most important thing you can have. You can have a banging ass body, but Facts. if you're fucked up inside, you ain't shit. You're not. Facts. So Damn. Sorry. You, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to follow up. How you gonna make it happen, Aaron? I mean, for me, <laughs> Go ahead, it was defining what I'm becoming. Yeah. Like, I think we're always in a state of becoming something. Evolving. Holy shout out to Michelle Obama. Facts. <laughs> the, becoming, the book becoming. Facts. Oh, yeah, and, and, and in my opinion, also figuring out what you're willing to struggle for. Mm. Like the idea of how you get big, strong, successful. There's like this embrace to suck. Like you have to figure out how hard you want to work in order to go, th- like get to a growing stage. You break yeah. down, you beat up to build. Like that's yeah. how exercise kind of sort of works. Um, and the sacrifice, like what are you willing to sacrifice? Is it time? Is it yeah. energy? Is it is it mental stability? Like Like are you going to be a little stable about how you plan? Your eating habits, how you plan yeah. your personal time, how you plan your 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 socialization, and how you build on everything. Yeah, it's um, it's been for me, respectively easy because this is where I'm disciplined at. Okay, um, I I find find that this is something I can always use as an analogy to kind of transfer over to something else I have to work on. Okay, um, and discipline is key to success yeah and um you know uh i feel like i always have something to work on i don't look my best i don't feel like you know i'm at my peak and people you know kind of confuse me with the you know i could walk it down the street today you, know, you, you look good man how long i mean it's time it's yeah. dedication it's energy but I'm still working on me. Yeah. I'm still working on certain parts of me that I feel are not as attractive or good or yeah. big or f- aesthetically perfect as people appear to think I am. Yeah. So um, it's just always maintaining that that interest in becoming better mm-hmm. and uh, allowing myself to know that um, I'm kind of a motivation mm-hmm. for people. I have a responsibility for... What I'm good at. Okay. Um, it's in in the I think in the Bible it says um, to submit to your, your your gifts and your blessings. Like if God blesses you with a gift, yeah, you have to you kind of submit to it. Yeah. In terms of giving it back and allowing Paying people it to kind of yeah, and allowing people to kind of benefit from it. You know, he'll give you more gifts. Yeah. To build off of, um, and so I believe maintaining this kind of lifestyle is kind of like a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at it, I mean, technically, we 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 own our 
body. So mm-hmm. yeah. it is your responsibility, but how you go after it. Yeah. You know, like if you want to maintain a, a mansion with the four kids you got in it and the wife and so yeah. on with the, and the maid, you got to go after life a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I look at my body as that, that valuable. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go get the best groceries. I'm going to go and do the the work out at the best yeah. gym and not in the sense of like being in the best places but I'm going to put value where I value myself at. Yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and um, that's essentially how I stay in the mode Yeah, how I got in this mode crisis crisis revealed my character yeah. and the character that showed up I sustained and I, I challenged myself to sustain through the, through and through Okay, and the ceilings can get overwhelming Yeah, like there are stages where where um I go through this imposter syndrome, like, dude, you you're not a motivation, bro. You're just a big dude. Like who, who cares? <laughs> just like, you just look good. Like that's <laughs> not a big deal. And then yeah, and it's a scary, it's a yeah. scary reality. I think a lot of people in our industry go through that. Yeah. When they see people that first of all don't work hard as hard as them, yeah, in their and opinion, they, yeah, or, or don't look as good as them in their opinion, being really, really successful. Yeah. Um, and it's like, sometimes you got to ask yourself, what are you willing to struggle for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The kid that just, just made it on the Cleveland Browns, dude, lied his way into the tryouts, slept on, on, on the, pra- the outside of the practice field to, to make the team. And now look at him. He's scoring touchdowns in preseason. But like people might say, yo, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. I wouldn't lie. Like, like that's a, that's a lot. You got to go through a lot to get to that. It's yeah. Like, yeah. But he was willing to, and he didn't see this as an option. Yeah. It he was saw like, the I have end to get of the this. road. He said, like, I gotta you know, get begin this. with the end in mind. If you know you want to do something, you're going to do what you got to do to get to that point. Facts. And so I think that's how, when you see people looking a certain way. They kind of got that mindset of I want to look like this, and they're starting their workout. They're yeah. they're doing their bicep curls, their 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 leg presses, their lunges yeah. with the mindset of the body they're trying to create. Mm-hmm. They're exercising intentionally, not to say I lifted forty pounds. Nah, I feel like I lifted yeah. forty pounds. Yeah. I exercised today. I feel the growth because yeah. I'm putting in that work for it. Valid. It's really, it's really, it's really all about what you're willing to struggle for. Thank you. That what I really got from both of you sharing was just like the importance of discipline. And especially when you don't want to do something and actually doing that, I think it just builds that like it builds that muscle in the mind to just keep you motivated and doing things that you don't want to do. And that that's I think that's such a powerful tool. I, I was listening to something the other day and they were saying how when we make excuses if we take on the mindset that all these excuses are just lies, we're just saying whatever we got to say to ourselves to justify things, but you take on that mindset that you guys have, knowing what you want in the end and kind of starting from the end and working from there and then doing the work that you don't want to do, you just build up that resiliency and then everything else just all aligned. So that was really powerful. And especially like I was sharing with you guys, um, I'm actually having a transitional period in my life where I'm, going to be leaving my current job and just really farewell tour (laughs) (laughs) he's literally going around on a farewell tour and and just like living his best life just came off a yacht from capri by the way you love saying because you're living your best life (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying a real brooklyn style by the way i'm pretty sure that wasn't an easy thing for him to do though yeah 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 Yeah. um yeah it wasn't easy at all but it really like i feel like 
this conversation that we're having definitely is just making me feel so much more empowered about it because hearing your stories, it just makes me think like I'm actually doing the right thing. Like it's going to be breaking down um, mentally, emotionally. But like you said, like my spirit is going to be thanking me for it later. And I really it's going to be a scary journey, but I'm excited to see what I get to create out of it. And these gems that you guys are dropping is just kind of helping me guide Facts. me. I that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, have, you ever, have you ever seen that, that meme? That There's like a, a kid with like a, a boot on his head. And then it says like, after your like spiritual awakening. Yeah. You see his own hand on Oh, his head. and I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day. It's, it's literally the same shit with everything. Yeah. So it's like, if you're like going through something, yeah. you keep that victim mentality. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna mm-hmm. keep going through the same Valid. thing mm-hmm. over and Valid. over again, and like I said, like you're you're gonna be a little hurt, a little. But yeah. At the end, you you benefit from it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's basically it. Where it all starts and ends with the mind. I love 100%. it. One hundred percent. So there's like this saying that I really like. It says that you can't outlift your fork. Where basically, no matter how much gains you're doing, how much work you're putting in the gym. You can always out eat that. So I just want to kind of see if you guys can give us some your thoughts about having the importance of a balanced diet, because obviously you can put in that work in the gym. But how does that nutrition factor plays into it? It's everything. You are what you eat, they say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's like the same way you feed your brain, you feed your body. And your body has like it does have a mind of its own. Yeah. Um, And you can work very hard. But you might not see the results if yeah. you're not, you know, feeding it recovery, mm-hmm. feeding it um, cleansing. Like you're, you got to allow your body to go through this through the digestive phase mm-hmm. of food and intake. And then, you know, how your digestion is released. Like you got to have a, a, a good balance of in and out. Um, some people don't even use the bathroom every day. You know what I mean? Because their diets are that trash. They're storing fat so much yeah. that their metabolism slows down. It doesn't want to release any of the food. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a very hard science. You don't need protein every day. You don't need a lot of things every day. It's the body, like your body, yeah. how what you're deficient in. Mm-hmm. Like we all have asymmetries, not just so much in our buildup, but in our digestive tract. Yeah. Some people are anemic. You need to have X or Y. Yeah. So it's like understanding your body first and what it needs vitamin-wise or um, um, as far as different substances and nutrition. And then feeding those things for the need. And then, because this is not like a diet for a time frame. This is your lifestyle. Yeah. How you live. What you do and what you cut in, what you cut out. Yeah, I like when we have these conversations about dieting. I think it's very important. Um, you know, we from urban areas. You know, I definitely could speak to that coming from the Bronx. And can you speak to? It's very easy to say because Pierre was on that. You know, get a salad. Salad is about ten, twelve dollars. You know, what I'm saying you go to McDonald's and you could feed a whole family off of that. So when you coming from the hood, what advice do you give people on how to utilize what you have in the hood, still eat healthy, still get what you need to get? But still be able to survive. Like, not a lot of people can afford to cook okay. your damn food. That's fine. Make it, prep it. Mm-hmm. Take that shit with you to work or whatever the case is. Yeah. Because eating out is very expensive. Yeah. And on top of that, 
just because you're eating a salad, people, it's like people have like a direct correlation between have like a salad and being yes. healthy. Yeah, there's, and no, and there's no, no, yeah. no salads are not yes. the way not to be the healthy. Way to be the, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a, there's there's a there's an element to it. You should eat at least six times a day, depending on we say meals or snacks. Like no, well, Basically. in general. Okay. I'm, I'm referring to you feeding your body, okay. giving it something to work, because the metabolism needs to be worked in order to kind of help you burn fat. Okay. In, in order for you to generate a weight loss process through the energy you put out, okay. meaning like you are gonna you're gonna tap into your carbs first, as far as energy is concerned. Yeah. So whatever carbs you feed yourself, mm-hmm. look to use it if you intend to use it for a workout. Yeah. Now, the limited carbs that you have, right? Let's just say mm-hmm. you don't do carbs, but you're trying to burn a lot of energy. Yeah. And then you don't have a good diet intake, meaning you probably eat once or twice that day. Whatever your body has to put out, they're probably going to just store that energy, that food, yeah. because the, it doesn't know when you're going to feed it the necessary stuff for the energy you're trying to produce. Okay. Survival mode. Okay. Yeah. 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 And your body will tap into that. I so, know you all into this because this is right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me focus. <laughs> so, like, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's also coming back to discipline because you're making excuses for people that say they can't afford something. And, and I'm not making how, excuses. How sincere does it come? Does it become that you can't afford to eat healthy? So when you go into like the pioneers in the hood, how would you advise what about on your hair? purchasing? How you how you doing your hair? Oh, that's what we your doing nails. right now. Because everything you do for your body essentially is what you can afford. What you what this you kind true. of put yourself in a position to this say, I want this for my body because I can afford to do this. That's what I'm saying. How do you value yourself? Yeah. How so yeah. where does Food will line up with how you take care of your hair. Okay. Or, okay. or makeup or different things. Like, do you place the value of it in the same place? Or you're like, I just need a, I want a good meal, but not expensive. Or I want to, like, people don't think healthy is tasteful. Okay. So they don't really want to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. But if I tell you I'm about to give you a steak and it's cost about 60 bucks, you, all right, yo, that sounds like the value is there. I might like it. Cool. Yeah. So what's the difference and going and buying a healthy meal, and it might not be have, have the t- same taste value, but the nutrition is there. It'll okay. help you in the long run. It'll help you maintain the things that you're trying to sustain. And it'll, and it'll help you feel good, actually. Yeah. When yeah. you eat a whole lot of shitty foods, you feel like shit. It yeah. Just, it, it all Correlation, connects. Yeah. It all connects. So it's like, like let's say my off season, like when I'm yeah. not dieting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a little bit of the time where my hormones are actually out of whack. Yeah. They are because my body fat percentage goes down. I'm okay. a female. So it's different for males and yeah. females. We go through different processes. Okay. Especially when it comes to extreme diets like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never actually put my clients through diets in that way. Yeah. Because you want to build a sustainable life. You want to mm-hmm. be balanced and everything. So maybe you want to have your cheat meal all the time, but don't actually think about it as your cheat meal, something that you're earning or something like that. Yeah. You know? You have to understand that what you're putting into your body, like it's part of your mind. And mm-hmm. even like if you feel very fatigued, probably because you ate all that fucking yeah. fried food mm. and stuff, and then you don't feel good. Yeah, and yeah, it the translates diet. Yeah, the it'll put you in this sub- subjective phase where you don't want to do anything. Basically, yeah. you want to go to sleep, mm-hmm. and now 
you, I mean, it's a double whammy. Like, you not only lose the but the energy aspect, energy too. you gain weight. But speaking <laughs> of the, the fact of food and everything of that nature, what recommendations do you would suggest for people that live in urban communities that go to the pioneers in terms of spending sufficiently? I mean, getting a lot what they need to get healthy wise, but also too they could stay within their in terms of their price points. Stay away from dairy. Okay. Limit the meats that you eat. Okay. Limit it to the point where you probably do a a a, a steak or a pork or a chicken like once a week. Uh-huh. Maybe once a week. Um, Maybe once and a week. Then, okay. You know, try and get some fish in your system, but try and also look at how you can mix your greens, how you could do eggplants as as a source of um, not only protein but good fat. Um, you got different types of vegetables you could try. It's it's really check the portion now. You're, okay. What are you thinking you need to eat in terms yeah. of ex- the, how expensive um, healthy food is? Is it you want to compare the meal that you would eat, you know, that that is good and expensive to the size of a healthy meal? The, yeah. The portion should minimize. You should be able to turn your healthy meal into two meals if in terms of what the cost should be and okay. the value of it would be and then limit the portion so you can allow yourself to not only save financially yeah. but also – Discipline yourself with the, how you take in food for your okay. diet. And also people think that they have to eat to the point of feeling really full. Yeah, like, oh, I used to be like that. Yes, I used to be like that. You know why? Because it takes a few minutes for your mind to send a signal yeah. to your body that you're full. Wow. So you have to actually take your time to digest your food. Take your time. Yeah. When you're eating, sit down. Take your time. Yeah. I actually do that. But that's because... I'm hungry. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Even when I just eat, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just started that. Like, I started to discipline myself to, to value the, the time I have to eat my meal. Okay. Um, But I do believe it's important to uh, consider how you eat your meal, meaning don't drink before. Mm-hmm. Drink water after. Allow your... your um, yeah, it's you get fuller quicker. So, huh? You get fuller quicker if you drink water before, right? <laughs> you want your... your, your um. Your own, like your your system should help you digest that food. You don't want the oh, water okay. to okay. do that. And then also, um, think of it this way: um, the portion that you're taking in, yeah, and allowing yourself to, I don't know, like the the nutritional fact of the food. Um, you got to consider like not just the the. The meats and the and the and the and the yeah. salads. You got to consider what you're drinking too. Okay. And how 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 often you're drinking, um, in between your mm-hmm. meals, and that that'll determine a lot how your digestive system will work. Okay. Throughout the day, to help you either burn fat or use the bathroom or maintain a cleanse system, it's important. You know, um, just how you line up a diet, and what you're shopping for can. Be minimal. It okay. doesn't have to be a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And trying new things and becoming a little bit more um, open to to different types of foods that will create a, a little bit of an easier path towards the lifestyle you're looking for. Like, okay. Like, like expanding your palate. So okay. it's like some people don't understand that everything that you eat in between your meals mm-hmm. actually contributes to the calories Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So... Let's say I get a client and they're like, I don't really eat that much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tell me what you're eating for two days. Mm-hmm. We'll circle back to that. Okay. Yeah. 
So what happens? You eat a handful of nuts, mm-hmm. maybe 150 calories. You drink a glass of juice, orange juice. Mm-hmm. You think it's like beet juice or whatever it is. Yeah. It's healthy, yes, but that's another 250 calories. Mm-hmm. Then you eat a bar and you think that just because it's a bar, it's healthy. Yeah. But it has like 26 grams of of sugar i don't know however much sugar that has very true that contributes it so now you're tallying all that up and you just added like 600 more calories to your diet Mm -hmm. when you're supposed to have like a a certain amount right right and you want to go into a deficit throughout the throughout throughout the night like when you're going through your day so you burn the energy throughout the day from the intake and then you're at a deficit to lose weight overnight try not to eat late because when you're eating late how late are saying? Well, in terms of what energy you're putting out in the evening. Okay. So don't eat after 8 if you know you're not going to do anything with your body. Okay. Use the energy you're putting in your system. Okay. And, and it also depends on the time that you fall asleep, right? Yeah. So when yeah. people say, don't eat, after, don't eat after 7, but what time are you going to bed? Right. Yeah. Are you going to bed at 10 or at 2 in the morning? So how long yeah. are you going to spend all that time? You know? Basically. And it also, depends, it also depends on what you eat before you go to bed. Yeah. Because honestly, like my schedule is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have to get in my six meals every single yeah. day. See, and I believe that's that's all measures out to Discipline. what you're doing. Okay. I, I, I say time because the average American works at 9 to 5. Yeah. And then they're in bed by 10 mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like in my opinion, I'm just refer- referencing your activity. Yeah. If your activity stops in the evening mm-hmm. and you're sitting down watching yeah. TV for two, three hours, then you need to kind of manage that last meal before you relax. Okay. So you allow yourself a little bit of room mm-hmm. for the calorie deficit to kind of Continue to drop through, yeah. the, through the energy that you produce after your last meal. Okay. And while you sleep, then you're allowing now, because there's no, nothing in your system. Some people go to bed right after they eat and the food is just sitting there. Yeah. So there's yeah. no, there's the no recovery. There's no, the food's not doing anything for yeah. your body. And it doesn't allow for a change. Yeah. And the only, actually it does, the change that becomes, you either stay the same or you grow. Yeah. There's no, Valid. there's no, there's no law losing weight. And the best time to lose weight mm-hmm. is when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's recovery mode. Mm. Yeah. I mean, cause your body's doing everything while you're in osmosis, while you're yeah. relaxed. It's doing everything. That's when you see like, oh, you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a few pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause your body is doing something. All yeah. a few pounds heavier. It just depends on how you go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you got to learn your body. Yeah. Some people have a fast metabolism without eating anything or with eating a lot. Mm-hmm. Know who you are. Learn that part first, and 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 go find people that work in the digestive field to help you understand that. Because as a trainer, I mean, I learned this through time and learning it with dealing with people. But I, my 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 profession is in the gym. Yeah. I train the body. It's movement. It's 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 growth in. And and like functionality, mm-hmm. but not the eating part. And yeah. this is this is a, a a byproduct of of experience. Yeah, not so much knowledge that I've went and sought after and learned, and, and I'm trying to get paid from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Valid. So I mean, there's people out there that can help you with this professionally, yeah. especially since now most of our food isn't healthy food. Even yeah. the healthy yeah. food isn't. Healthy food. This is true. It's processed now. You know what I'm saying? We live in a world where it's about the dollar first. So they'll find a way to give you less value and and allow it to sell in more places. Pay attention to that. Like, if you can get chicken everywhere you go, 
Uh, how Stay good well. is all this different chicken? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so everyone now is doing farm raised eggs? Oh, now, so now y'all patiently raising these eggs so we can get them in stores Why? this quick? Why? Yeah, come on, so get out of here. It's a marketing it's scheme. That's true, though. So you got to pay attention. Don't, don't buy into the, the idea that you're eating healthy because someone's selling you mm-hmm. something healthy. Look into what the ingredients are. Yeah. And find out what your body needs or doesn't need to in, in order to grow or or to to because if you're looking to grow, there's there's ways to do that yeah. healthily. And there's there's ways to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a game of learning who you are and learning a little bit more about it. Yeah. And not just acting like um I'm gonna start with what everyone starts with. I'm yeah, like, no carbs and salads all day yeah. and water. And it's like, okay, if you don't see a result after that 11 pounds you lost, then what? How yeah. do you make it a lifestyle? Valid. Yeah, I think to kind of summarize that, I think it's so important to just figure out what your priority is mm-hmm. because if you're trying to, you're trying and to discipline too, right? Exactly. Yeah, we're back to that word. If you want to just have clout, you want to go to school looking fresh and having the best outfit. If you're making that your priority, you may spend more money on, on clothing. That's exactly his point. Like, how much are you Valid. willing to value your body? Sacrifices. If you, if you pay three hundred dollars for like hair extensions, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're like, I can't pay for like a trainer. And yeah, like, I don't. It goes like I think like across the board, especially yeah. with fitness coaches and everything. Like you know, they want you to help them. You tell them like what you charge, and they're yeah. like, "Oh no, like I I can't do that." But yeah. then they'll do other things that you're like, "Wait, hold on." So you literally just spend yeah. hundreds of dollars Prioritize. this weekend yeah. going out, having drinks, and doing all these yeah. things. But you want to be better. Yeah, their social status matters more than their personal status. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think if you kind of look at it from the end, the cost for health in terms of medical expenses (laughs) as you get older. You save your money. Right, exactly. It's preventative. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's preventative. (laughs) Exactly. Because some people like live in debt because of the medical issues they go through. Yeah. Right. And their lifestyle has to change drastically. They're like, they just want to almost like just call it quits on, on life because of the medical yeah like that that can put you through a lot I've seen families just go through the worst because of that and yeah. just because they had to figure it out after the fact mm-hmm. right you know what I mean yeah. and, and it's not necessary yeah I think you can figure out how to be healthy and I mean this this is things that you know your body might end up having to experience without your yeah. control mm-hmm. but then there's the things you can control prevent yeah and how you invest in oh, it oh like you see especially us being you know coming from like ethnic backgrounds yeah. and people having, I don't know, all types of heart diseases, yeah. cholesterol issues, high blood yeah. pressure, yeah. diabetes. It's, oh my God, that's, it runs that's, r- yeah. rampant. So um, even with like my mom, because she was like around me mm-hmm. and she changed her eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't necessarily cook the way that like Dominicans are yeah. supposed to cook. And she at one point was like borderline diabetic. Damn. Now she isn't anymore. And it's all in her food. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. She did dead. not take any medication for that. Yeah. So it's like. No, that's food. good. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're speaking to that about communities and everything of that nature. Um, we like to switch gears and talk about social justice issues on our show and politics. You guys have provided some great gems yeah. about working out mindset, mind, body, and soul. So that's really good. We're going to change it up a little bit. So earlier this week, there's been a viral video of this young girl. 
Um, as I'm not sure if you both are aware, there was a record-setting ICE raid in Mississippi. About 700 immigrants were detained. The children had to rely on members in their community. Um, and it's not even like kids that was like 13. It was like toddlers that didn't have their parents present. Um, so the viral video of this little 11-year-old girl, Magdalena, um, begging for her father back after taken by ICE. And it was just such a traumatic video to watch because I'm a daddy's girl. So I was like, I could only imagine this little girl's fear. Like, I need my dad now. And I literally have to cry cry so people could focus and get attention as to what's going on to this problem. It was a really sad video to really watch, so definitely check it out if you haven't already. So this is where we're at in 2019. ICE is snatching bodies off the street. They going to Mississippi. They going all over the place. And we just want to get you both take on the um, incident. Like, what was your initial reaction and where we're at as a country when it comes to immigration issues? Um, take it away. I just came back from Cuba two weeks ago. Okay. And that was a such an experience for me. I heard Cuba's it. It's so like rich in mm-hmm. everything. Yes, but the people aren't. They have nothing. Yeah, but kind of everything at the same yeah. time. Because because they're at the same like level. Yeah, they're not fighting for like oh I'm better than you. Yeah, they actually help each other. Out. Yeah, so that kind of put into perspective about like. The human race. Yeah. What we're conditioned. How were we conditioned? Yeah. It's all about our environment. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the, the little girl's video, I, I have this habit of going into the comments. and gotcha. It was m- more than just a raid. It's the people's yeah. comments. How we the at. hell? Yeah. And it's that. It's because we're people only go as far as they're allowed to. Yeah. They can do that. Yeah. They're allowed to do that. Yeah. So how is it that we're in a country or even like a time in just a time? Yeah. 2019, because it's not just America. Yeah. Other places. Yeah. That people are allowed to do that. Yeah. Zero consequences. Yeah. To what they think that are in consequences. Yeah. God is watching this universe. No, it's true. But they can do that. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't even know how to fix that. Yeah. How do we fix it? Yeah. When so many people, they're they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron? I saw it. Um, I'm not a fan of, like, watching stuff like that. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody is. But no, I like, heard I, you. I heard people you. People put themselves through that kind of yeah. pain. I mean, me personally, I, th- I saw about a good minute, maybe less than a yeah. minute of what she was trying to yeah. say, how she was trying to plead, yeah. and how she was expressing her fear, and yeah. you know, I have I take away my my um, how grateful I am for for the life that I get to live, yeah. the things that I don't have to endure. Um, I mean, I'm a black man in America, so there's things that I can't be passive about yeah um in reality of not going through what mike brown had to go yeah. through or um what um the young man had to go through that got choked out Eric i mean Bonner. i don't yeah. live their lifestyles you know sometimes you want to read into what happened to yeah. know that that can't happen to you because of this yeah um or because of that because yeah. i'm leading a different life that shouldn't have, and then then but there's the reality that yeah. you can't say basically. that basically a simple it's drive a from mom's to your crib or or from here Walk to there to the corner store yeah, yeah. or Legit. like you, you just go into 7-eleven from your car and you just you, it's just the things that you yeah. can experience um and it it really scares me 
that you can't you can't do anything for these people. Yeah. And that's what that's why I don't like to watch it because it's like, how do I fight against injustice at that level? Yeah. Yeah. The injustice that that Trump is, you know, literally organizing and legalizing and allowing it to be yeah. real. Yeah. And now now people can back it. Now it could be something that we push for. Now yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now let's change the the Spanish culture into a white culture. Let's just yeah. say we were in Mexico and white men were getting picked up by ICE. Yeah. White men and women were getting picked up by ICE from yeah. their country, culture because they, they were thriving. Yeah. They're the thriving, they're the thriving nation in the world. Yeah. Like, like just spin it and yeah. you'll then be able to be a human again yeah. and see how like unreal it is. Like, yo, like, like why? Why do you have to go through these means and what exactly are you going to benefit from? Yeah. You know, is there a bigger picture in your plan or are mm-hmm. you just trying to appease your, 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 what, 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 I don't, honestly, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get the agenda. Yeah. And sometimes I want to look into it and sometimes I just want to focus on the things that I can do in my small community. Yeah. Yeah. To build up, to yeah. build up the mental strength and, and, and the, the encouraging, and thriving. black boy joy Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because this, yeah. yo, if once you start diving into those worlds, it's like, you you gotta you gotta have thick skin for yeah. that reality. Yeah, you have to be strong. You you gotta play yeah. superhero all this the time. Is a fact. And I like I sometimes I commend the people that fight against injustice for a living, mm-hmm. like a priority of what they yeah. want to do. Uh huh. Um, and I just sometimes I think it's it's a little a little bit too much. And I I pray. All right, so we appreciate having the both of you on our show to speak to these insightful conversations about health, wealth, and um, fitness for that mind, mind, body, and soul, but also, too, about the pertinent issues that are going on in our communities, such as this ICE raid, and you both have provided some really substantial information pertaining to how you feel about it. So it was not just about physique with these two. You could clearly see they woke as fuck. So we're so happy to have you both on our show. Can you please let our listeners know where they can follow you, what upcoming projects you have coming up, or boot camps, what kind of deals they could get, something. Take it away, anybody. Um, Well, you can Mm -hmm. contact me through my Instagram, jaesthetics. Mm -hmm. And... I'm actually currently working on a program. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you can kind of like just do it on your own if you oh. want to. I actually just, I like the interaction with people. Yes. So even when I'm not able to train them one-on-one, yeah, I do a lot of online coaching, nice. which cool. I like because we interact yeah. like all the time. So you have access to me all the time. Great. And can you just um, spell out the Instagram so they can yes. know where I find you? J underscore yes. mm-hmm. S-T-H-E-T-S-E-S. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> it's all right. We, we, like we, we here. We here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to compete next month and... Hopefully, Date time. Can I we get tickets? Can people die. come? You it's don't actually going to be in Brooklyn. Okay. September 28th. Sweet. So, yeah, that'll be my first show of the year. And I don't know. We'll Great. Doing after we'll that. definitely put that on the social media so people yes, can Yes, spread love is a Brooklyn show. wave. You heard? Right. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? What you got um, going you on besides <laughs> prayer and discipline? <laughs> um, you, you can, um, first of all, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Always Good, Never Bad. That's you changed M-R-S. it recently. I was like, who this? Um, I don't know. I think that I changed it basically because um, I had to own what I was giving out and Ooh. I wanted to make sure that um, it could be something that people can embody. You know what I'm saying not just so much 
for themselves. But I want to be an example. That's okay. What it is. So um, that's mr dot always good, never bad. Okay. Mister always good, never bad. Great. Um, I'm I'm just relocated to Jersey, so I'm trying to figure things out. I want to I want to open up a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to start, you know, trying to figure out Jersey a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't have nothing going on right now. Nothing right. but this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we about to drop the episode. So now switching gears for a little bit. You know how we do Keys T. You talking shit? Nah, just spitting facts. It's Keys T. So up on this, we're going to talk about briefly in regards to Mike Brown. We're coming on the fifth year of Mike Brown's death. So he died at 18. He would have been about 23 years old. Mm. Now, you know, he was gunned down by um, Daniel Wilson, a police officer in Ferguson, Missouri. Now, we're coming up on an anniversary, and a lot of us would think things have changed in Missouri. Things are going. Black people are feeling liberated, equality. Cut the shit. That's not what's going on. Um, there's still actually the racial disparity and tension with the police office. The police enforcement in the community is at an all-time high. Black people are still getting pulled over at high numbers, even though they have a new person in office and he actually got rid of the prosecutor who played an involvement in the Mike Brown case. Um, it's still not enough traction going on in the city in terms of progress, which is really problematic. And it really speaks to where we're at as a country. Like we have these deaths of the Mike Brown, the Aragonas happening and Tamar Rice at high numbers. And then all this time has passed. Even Aragona, we coming up on five years and nothing's changing. Like, so what examples being set? And one of the officials in, in the police enforcement, Missouri said, you know, there are white supremacists still hiring these cops in the community. So there's nothing that's going to change because then you got white supremacists playing a huge part of control in the community. And you know what's going to happen. It affects the black and brown people. So it's interesting to me to know that nothing has changed, but I still have hope for the future. And hopefully something will change, especially in Ferguson. And also, too, to, on that note, four to five activists since that time have died mysteriously in Ferguson. And no one's talking about. They just died. One of them was burnt in a car and claiming suicide. How you burn yourself? Sleeping, bruh. What kind of shit is that? So there's not only is that going on, but then when you want to be an activist in the community, that's another thing that plays a part that these people out here, and we don't know who these people are, but they're just randomly dying. So I just wanted to keep you alert on what's going on with that. That's Keys T. Stay woke. Thank Facts. you, Keith. Thank So you. once again, thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Different Podcast. Make sure you purchase our ringtone at the Tune Store for Android users and at the iTunes Store for Apple users. You know, you know you like that silky sound smooth in the background. Horse <laughs> gets me every time. Please follow us on IG and Twitter at unapologetically D underscore. And you can make donations at our Patreon account by searching unapologetically different. All of our episodes are posted on iTunes. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Drop a comment so we know it's real, good, bad, and different. If it's bad, I'm going to clap back, y'all. You <laughs> know how it. I do. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Unapologetically Different. Stay tuned for our next episode of next season. Bye.